as we start the journey through Sefer Tvarim, we can't help but wonder, what is the reason that this week's Parashah Parashah's Tvarim happens to fall on the day of Tisha B'av? True, we fast the next day, we postpone it to Sunday, but Parashah's Tvarim falls on the ninth day of Av, on Tisha B'av. What's the message? What can we take from this parasha that can perhaps show us an insight into Tisha B'av itself and the lesson of what we have to learn from Tisha B'av? So the parasha begins, We know that a lot of Sefer Dvorim is Moshe Rabbeinu repeating a lot of what happened earlier. But if we look in Pesachit base, right in the beginning of the parasha, so Pesachit Beisit reads as follows, Eicho esa levadi torchachem umaasachem v'rivchem How can I carry alone all the tircha and the weight of everything that's going on, the quarreling, the dispute, and everything? There's a Rashi. Rashi explains a very interesting thing. Rashi brings a chazal and he says that when Moshe Rabbeinu came out of his house early, so people would say, why is Moshe early? Maybe he's having problems at home. Maybe something's going on. And if Moshe Rabbeinu came late from his house, they would say, what's going on? Moshe Rabbeinu is staying home longer in order to make some negative plan against you. All things, Medrash and Chazal, Rashi is bringing, very interesting. But I think there's a lesson. There's a lesson very much that we can learn from this Chazal, from this Rashi, from this Pasuk, this week's parasha, to perhaps give us an insight into Tisha B'Av itself. When somebody has the tendency to judge people negatively, it's unbelievable. He will always find a way to do it. And he'll always concentrate on the faults of other people. And the reality is, that whatever someone will do, and whatever he does not do, you'll always be able to find the negative motivation or interpretation of his action. But, there's a positive way. There's an always a positive way to interpret the behavior or the speech of other people. For example, if Moshe came early, they could have said, look, look at Moshe Rabbeinu's reasons, his willingness to make sacrifices for other people. He's even ready to minimize the amount of time he's at home with his family. Why? To give his time for other people. If Moshe was late, they could have said, oh, he wants to prepare himself properly in order to be the most effective in giving good advice to people. The way you to interpret events has more to do with your character traits. It has more to do with how you look at things. The iron toiva within you than it does the reality of what somebody else is like. We know that there's a Torah commandment to judge other people favorably. Of course, we're obligated to guard ourselves from harm, but in most instances, our judgment of others won't have any practical effect on us. The more good you see in other people, the better you yourself will feel. Your entire world will be much sweeter, moreover, more than that. People frequently live up to expectations of them as well. Assume that someone, for example, was inconsiderate towards you. And they'll probably act that way, because that's what you assume. 
That's what you see. But if you teach yourself, if you would train yourself to have an ayin toiva, to look, to look at the good, to see the good, to interpret the good, that's a whole different world. There's a Mishnah in the Mesechtas Ovis in Pirkei Ovis. The Mishnah tells us in Perek Hamishi, in the fifth Perek, the Mishnah says like this, Mishnah of Gimel, if somebody has the following three things, it shows that he's a Talmud. He's going along, he's following the path of Avraham If you have three other things, what are the three things, says the Mishnah? That makes you a Talmud of Avram Avinu. What makes you follow the footsteps of Avram Avinu? Says the Mishnah, first one, Ayin Tova. And then, Veruach Nebucha, Venefeshvala, Seda. But says the Mishnah, if you have an Ayin Tova, Talmidov Shel Avram Avinu. Ayin Ra, if you constantly look at the negative, the glass is always half empty, not half full. You have an iron raw, then your Talmud of Shabbilam Rasha. Asks the Mishnah, famous question, everybody knows the Mishnah. Ma ben Talmud of Shalavram Avinu the Talmud of Shabbilam Rasha. What's the difference anyway? If you're a Talmud of Avram or you're a Talmud of Bilam, what's the difference? Says the Mishnah as follows Talmud of Shalavram Avinu Amazing. If you would have asked, what brings a person to Olam Haba? What is it that brings a person to have an Olam Haba, to be allowed into the next world? Then he would have answered, if you learn Torah, if you perform the mitzvahs, and if you don't do Averis, we all could have had answers to this one. The Mishnah is a different answer. Says the Mishnah, how do you get Olam Haba? How do you inherit the next world? Ayin Toiva. Ayin Toiva. And not only that, not only the next world, but Ba'ulam Hazeh also says the Mishnah. Says the Mishnah, the difference between a being, an Ebd being a follower, a Talmud of Avram Avinu means you're Oichlim Ba'ulam Hazeh. What's having an Ayin Toiva Ba'ulam Hazeh? We understand Ba'ulam Abba. Ba'ulam Abba is Tainam. You're judging people favorably, you look at them in a good way, and then you kind of have no negative things about them, you're not going to talk negatively about them, no Russian horror, whatever. That's Boilem Abba. But what about Boilem Azeh? Why is the Mishnah saying that if a person has an iron toiva Boilem Azeh, he's going to be rewarded? What's that Boilem Azeh? I think the answer is Poshet. And that's what we just explained. That if a person has an iron toiva, if a person looks always at the good of others, you're looking at people in a good way, you're looking at people positively, then you yourself will have an easier life. You yourself will enjoy life better. You're not going to be constantly looking at people in a negative manner, thinking, oh, he's doing this wrong, and oh, he said that terrible, all the things are that. No, 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 no. You have an eye in Tova. You're guaranteed not only Olam Haba in the next world, but also in this world as well. And that's Hashav. And that gives a person a certain peace of mind which you can't get from anything else. That's the Mishnah. But I do believe maybe it goes even a step further. 
And a step further, possibly, is an insight into Tisha B'Av and why this week, this week, Parashas Devarim, this year, falls on the day of Tisha B'Av itself. The Makar, the source of Tisha B'Av, was really, as the Chazal tell us in the Gemara and Tainis, the fateful night when the Miraglim came back. And they came back from Eretz Yisrael with evil reports. And we know Chazal tell us, that night, there was a gzair of Chorban Amigdash, a gzair of the destruction of the Beis Amigdash. Why? Because they cried. They shed tears that were unnecessary. And because they cried, say Chazal, the Rebbein said, you cried. I'm going to be conveyed this night, this day, to be a crying forever. What was it? What was it that caused this Xera? If we go to the depths of the Xera, what would we see? And I think, if we look at the last words of the Miraglim, the Miraglim came back and they gave a whole report of what they saw and what happened, what was going on in Eretz Yisrael, and how terrible it would be to go there. But if you look at the end, if you look at the last few words, and often someone that's giving a drosha, someone that wants to impact, will save the best to last. So this was obviously the most choshev to them. And they said, as well. We were in their eyes like grasshoppers. That means they looked at themselves in a low way. They didn't look at themselves in a positive way. They didn't look at themselves with a gishmak, with a height, with an importance. Because if they would have done, they wouldn't have said that. But they looked upon themselves as someone small, someone that couldn't accomplish, someone that can't succeed. There was no ayin toiva. There was no ayin toiva. Rabbi Sodek writes, other swarm bring down as well, that the Yitzhahara of this generation is the feeling of I can't accomplish. It's the last Yitzhahara said Rabbi Sodek before Mashiach will come. And it's that that they've suffered. And it's because of them that we're suffering Adayimazeh. The Miraglim saw in themselves nothing. They belittled themselves. They didn't have an iron toiva. They looked at the glass half empty, not half full. And because of that, and it was because of their chesor, and that's why we're crying these days. That's why we have a three weeks and nine days. A shvush, a a tishabav. Everything was because of that. And it stems from the iron toiva. And it stems from this week's parasha. And as I mentioned Chazal are telling us, and Rashi brings in this week's parasha, the he, the base, that he looked at Moshe Rabbeinu with an ayin ra, not with an ayin toiva. And that's a problem. And I guarantee you, and the Mishnah is telling us, it's not my guarantee, it's from the Mishnah, that if a person works on himself, if a person tries, if a person looks to see the positive of others, and more than that, the positive of himself, how much a person himself can accomplish? The famous Maisa, the Chavetz Chaim once got up at the base Medrash, and he clapped on the bin and said, Rabbi Isai, on one yid's shoulders rests the whole world. Everybody couldn't understand what was the Chavetz Chaim talking about. And he said, I'll tell you, there was a yid, there is a yid in Berlin, a banker, he owned the bank, and there was one of the workers there that ran off with all the money, and they quickly hired a private detective to try and find him, track him down. Where's he run to? And eventually the banker, together with the private detective, went off 
to some far off place where they thought they found some leads, maybe he's there. And it was Friday afternoon, it was Arab Shabbos and the banker who was a from Yid, said the private detective was a guy. Stop, it's Arab Shabbos. It's my Shabbos right now, we can't continue. And he says, you don't understand, we have to continue, we have to go. We're almost there, we've got all the leads, we're ready to get him in, we're ready to get all the money. He said, I don't care. Shabbos is Shabbos. And I'm stopping. Said the Chofetz Chaim. On this yid's shoulders, the entire world is resting. We don't realize the Kayach of our Maisim. We don't realize how big we are, how much we can accomplish. It's the Ayin Toiva once again that we have to look at. And with this Ayin Toiva, not only will it give us a secure place in Oynam Abba, like the Mishnah guarantees us, but the Mishnah also guarantees us a wonderful life, that when we look at other people with a positive look, when we look at other people with a good way, not with a negative way, not looking for the bad, looking for the good, it must have been good, it must have been because of this. There's all these reasons and excuses that we can come up with to look at other people well. Then we'll have an easier life, and have a less stress-free life as well. And the Ezra Zenu Rebbeinu will give us a Siyata Deshmaya to learn from this lesson, to have the Ayn Taiva on others and also on ourselves. And if we learn from this lesson, we realize the koyach of ourselves and other people, how much we can accomplish, how much other people can, can accomplish, how happy we have to be for other people. Then Beis Hashem, the Rebbein Hashem will bring us to Geula and will taka have a binyan bayish lishi b'mehir amenu amen. Good Shabbos.